Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. This is episode 16, and we are blessed to be here with Brooke DeVard, who is the senior marketing manager at Viacom and has and hosts her podcast called Naked Beauty. Yes. Yes, yes. Welcome, Brooke. Yes, I'm so happy to do this and like also to support someone else who just like has a podcast recorded at home because Love it. it's like the ultimate relaxed, chill vibe for a good conversation. Totally agree. It's it's the best way to go. So, Brooke, where are you from and how old are you? Oh, wow, going straight into age. Going straight into. I'm, although we did go to the same lower and middle school. Yes, shout out to Spence. Um I am 28, and I grew up here in the city. Nice. And what's your current relationship status? I am married and reminded every weekend when I go out that I am, like, so happily married. But uh-huh. yes, I am married. <laughs> I've been married now for, like, two years, more than two years. Okay, and we'll get to that because I have tons of questions Okay, there. yes. Um, and now, so now you're living in the city, though. Yes, yes. And how long... Were you with dating in the city and living in the city? Well, so I was living in London um, for two years after college. So mm-hmm. I was I was basically dating and living in between New York and London for about three years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And before we get into the whole dating world, tell the listeners a little bit about Naked Beauty podcast. Oh yeah, so I basically probably like you like wanted to just hear certain conversations that I wasn't hearing. Mm. And podcasting is so male-dominated. I mean, totally. it's, like, absurdly male-dominated. I wanted to have, like, really candid, transparent discussions with women about their approach to beauty, what products they use, how they're thinking of their body image, how they approach their personal style, mm-hmm. what they're using on their hair. Like, I wanted to basically know everything, almost, mm-hmm. like, Into the Gloss. You know when Into the Gloss looks at people's, ma- like, makeup cabinets? Yeah. And it's just like, ah, oh, yes. Right. It's like the nosy part of you just like totally loves it. So yeah, so I just yeah I just get to talk to women about beauty and kind of their story. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't hearing that anywhere. Like I couldn't find honest, candid discussions with women. Every time I heard a podcast that was, you know, discussions with women, it was self help or it right. was just kind of cheesy and too. Right. I just wanted something like a little bit realer with girls that yeah. were a little bit cooler also. Yeah. I'm sure also everyone asks you like how your skin looks the oh, way it does. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like very into skincare. Brooke is glowing for those oh, who can't see. Thank you. Some of it's my beautiful Pat McGrath highlighter, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I love, I love beauty and I love talking to women about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So Let's talk about the single life before you oh, met God. the man of your dreams. Um, do you have any, what was the worst date that you remember going on? Wow. I'm actually pretty fortunate that I haven't had horrible dates, but mm-hmm. I do remember, especially when I, so I went to Stanford and in that kind of like Bay Area, Silicon Valley tech scene, there are a lot of guys that are just really impressed with themselves. Oh, You know, and I just remember just going on a few of those, like whether it was someone at the graduate school at Stanford or just someone who was like working on some new app and they would just go on and on. And you're like, do I need to even be here or do you just want to hear yourself talk? Hear yourself talk. Of course. Those are like, those are really bad. Yeah. And what was, this fucking dog. (laughs) It only comes when I have podcasts, I swear to God. And then I'll call down to the doorman. Oh, always. I always have fire trucks like yeah. zooming by like, the moment I hit to record. Is there anything you can do about the dog? And they're like, 
And then as I'm calling, the dog stops barking. So then they're like, there's no... So the guys um, by Stanford sucked, clearly. Yeah. I mean, Stanford's not known for its, like, good-looking, hot, cool people. Yeah. But you don't go there for that, you know? Right. And then I don't... I Like, men in New York, I'm not that attracted to either. Yeah. So, so fast forward, then how did you... Where did you meet your now current husband? So I met my husband in London during the 2012 Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I was actually working on a series of short films, and someone that I was working with suggested that I reach out to him to, like, learn a bit more about the process, so... And how old were you then? I was, like, a baby. I was, like, 24. Okay. And my husband, I should say, he's 11 years older than me. Okay. So he was... At the time, why can't I do the math? Thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm terrible. We didn't. <laughs> He's go thirty-five. To or yeah. Anything. You know what? I think that I actually, I think if you want to be married while you're young, I think it's probably smarter to date older. Yeah, it sounds it sounds logical. Just because I think that men mature at a rate that's just so much slower than girls. I mean, do, like, do you? It's tra- a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do fact. you do you date guys your age? I can't date guys my age yeah. for that exact reason. It's and guys a year younger are literally, they might as well be 10 years younger. They're like babies. Yeah. I know. There must be, though, a, a crossover point to when it becomes okay to date younger. Like, I think maybe it's like in your 30s, then you start thinking yeah. guys that are 22 are cute. Yeah, but like, or maybe when, like, like if like you're like in your 40s and like divorced yeah. or something, having fun. Younger men, I just, ugh, gross. Like, dating yeah. a guy younger than me just, like, grosses me out in some weird way. Um, yeah. Not really for me either. Yeah, but it started out as kind of like more of like a work mentorship relationship thing mm-hmm. and then kind of crossed over into dating. And because I was living in London, he was living in New York City, he's from Istanbul, we were just having this like transatlantic like love story. Like we would take these weekends away to Venice and then we'd what go to Amsterdam the and then connection. Like so what I was working on I was working on a series of short films about music culture across America, and he had done like a similar film with like David Guetta for Coke. So he he has an agency, and um, Coke was one of his clients at the time. Mm-hmm. And so someone that I worked with, Elizabeth, was like, "Oh, you should talk to this guy. He's like really great at marketing and branding and the music connection." So it kind of started out as a work thing, and then evolved from there. Awesome. And when did you know that you wanted to marry him? You know what? I can't say that there was one specific time where I was like, this is it. This is the man that I'm going to marry. Even when he proposed, I was shocked. I was like, what? Like, this is happening so fast. I didn't know it was coming. How how long after you were dating did he propose? Maybe like a year and a couple of months. Mm -hmm. He said on one of our very early dates, I remember we were on the Venice boardwalk in um, L.A., and he was like, (laughs) you know, I've dated a lot of women, and there's no reason that I can't see this not working out. And I was like, what? What What does that mean? He was like, you know, like, I don't see anything that means that this couldn't work out long term. And I feel like that was his... meaning, like, from experience, he knows this is going to work. Kind of, yeah. It was like a weird, like, but it was like, whoa, this got really serious kind of fast. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what? He's just very, he's someone that I could imagine myself having a life with. Mm -hmm. And I think he was always very kind. He was never boring, Life is so, like, I can't even, we spend so much time together. If I was with someone that, if you're dating someone and you're bored by them, like, you can't marry them. Oh, my God. Perfect timing. You can, Why? Why? <laughs> Were you dating a boring guy? Um, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, even if you have to question, like, whether they're boring or not. Yes, if you even have the question. Yeah. And they could be the nicest, sweetest guy in the world, but if mm-hmm. you are bored by someone, you will have, like, a, like you just spend it's way too much gonna time. It's never going to get better or more interesting no. if you're already bored in the beginning, right? Exactly. Like, that sounds kind of crazy. Exactly. So I was never bored by him. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to know what he thought of things. Like, we were always just on the same page about everything. And then also, I think another big factor that took me kind of just growing up to even recognize is that he always made me feel amazing, mm-hmm. and he was always very kind to me. Mm-hmm. And I think some women are with men that make them not feel great sometimes and that's like not the person for you yeah you never never want to be with someone who's capable like you want to be with someone who's not even capable of mistreating you because they love like that they shouldn't even have that intention in their spirit they should just be like a kind and transparent and even if they hurt you then they should be able to articulate that they're hurt by you and so they may have lashed out or reacted like you want to be with someone that's self-aware and respectful of your feelings do you think that people like can change as you're dating them to be better almost absolutely absolutely but i think they have to have that ability to self-reflect and be Mm self-aware so to be like you know what i was a total asshole the other night and 
this is why because of x y and z relationship that i had in the past but if you don't have that ability to be self-aware then i think it's like not gonna Mm -hmm. work and something that we were talking about a little bit before we started recording um is the way in which you kind of reeled your trapped my man no (laughs) trapped your man yeah um no but seriously and um it's, it's called The Rules. The Rules, yes, which is, it's very antiquated. The book is over 20 years old, largely regarded as a very anti-feminist piece of writing. Many women have heard of it, but many have not. I'm actually going to ask as a poll question because I'm curious. Um, my mom was the one that told me about it It's initially. honestly amazing. Was like, it your mom too who told no, you? No, I think I literally found it like at a secondhand bookshop yeah. off, like in Notting Hill when I was living in London. Yeah. And... I devoured it in one day, and it's 35 rules that basically are designed to make a man pursue you with like a feverish intensity. And I think the reason why people feel like it is anti-feminist is because there are all of these almost like not games that you play, but there's some manipulation in order to get a man to fall for you and pursue you in a way that they wouldn't otherwise have. So people feel like, oh, well, it's dishonest and you know, why should we have to act differently just because we're women? But I think maybe it's because I like think men are like lesser than women that almost like the games need to be played for them to understand how great we are. Exactly. Exactly. So give us like a few examples. Okay. And by the way, I just tried to find out the success rate, but I can't find it. Well, you know what? I think that the primary ethos behind the rules is actually really great. It's don't play hard to get, be hard to get. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait. So I agree with that. But what, do you remember the author's name? Sherry something. Sherry. <laughs> and there's two women that wrote it together. Uh, Ellen Fine and yes. Sherry Schneider. Yes. 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 My girls. So they basically some of the rules are like girls. my girls. Yeah. Some of the rules are like never ever ever be the first one to call a guy and rarely return his calls. Now, if you're going to put that into a 2018 context. Yeah. Like, it hurts my heart to imagine girls that like a guy and text him, like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Yeah, I mean... Do, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, if he wants to see you, he will reach out to you. Like, you don't... I, I do. It hurts my heart, too, but it's just, it's such a, it's, like, it hurts my heart because I've been that girl, too. Oh, of course. I mean, I've made like, every single mistake, and that's why I, like, believe in But I don't necessarily look at it as a mistake. Like, and, and also, again, I've never... Like, in, in dating the past few years, I don't think I've ever said, hey, what what are you doing tonight? Like, let's do something. Okay, fair. But I've said... You've been like, the if first I'm to text, text. No, no. But, well, if, like, something comes up that, like, reminds me of them or, like, yeah. a photo they yeah. asked me to send. That's like, very but against it's the rules. Not, but it's not <laughs> because I want something from them. Right. But they're basically saying, like, delay gratification, right? Yeah. Okay, so... so can we read them, like, one by one, or do you know them in your head? I mean, I, so I can tell you some of the ones that I think are, like, I believe in to a T. One of them is don't accept weekend plans after Wednesday. And it's because you should have the kind of life that is busy enough that you're not waiting around for some guy to call you to take you out on the weekend. So if he texts you on Thursday night, hey, what are you doing on Saturday? You just say, you know what? I'm busy. And by the way, you don't have to then explain can on Saturday. I've got my cousin's graduation thing, but mm-hmm. it should end at midnight. Maybe right. we can meet up then. How does Sunday work? That's not well, some of your these job. are like things that are common sense. I feel like right, like but common like, sense isn't so common. So no, you're right. Like for example, a girlfriend of mine recently got a text from a guy, and he was like, um, it said something like stayed in, like my had a really bad headache, and then like what are you up to later? And she wanted to react to both things. Like, she wanted to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you feel better. Tonight I'm doing this. And I was like, no, no. just answer the question and, like, no. ignore any- everything else, you know? Oh, but also maybe don't even answer the question and then that next day be like, sorry, I was busy. You know? Right. You don't. You can have a little bit of mystery and be a little bit aloof because you want basically the person that's pursuing you to wonder, like, what are they doing that's so much more fun and fabulous that they're not responding to me? Maybe they're on another date. And once you continually reject the last-minute plans, they will then learn, okay, if I want to see this girl and spend time with her, I have to ask her earlier. I have to get on her calendar in advance. 
And I'm with you. It would be great in a perfect world if that's what their realization was. But in reality, I feel like a lot of guys are really dumb and would be like, oh, she's not interested. I should okay. probably just move on so and fuck like my neighbor. You know what? That is a great point, And that's something that they actually talk about in the book, because one of the biggest concerns that women have is like, well, what if he doesn't what if he doesn't realize how much I like him because I'm never available? Mm-hmm. And that's when when you are physically with the person, that's when you get to show all of your affection and how great it is. And you make the time that you're like physically together in the same place. Amazing. And you say, can't wait to do this again. But then but to play devil's advocate, if somebody was doing that with me and then like not but you're a woman. You're I a know, woman. but still, like, if I, still, like, gender aside, if yeah. I hung out with a guy and he was amazing in person, and then via text he was, like, weird and, like, mm-hmm. like aloof and, like, ooh, am I here? Am I there? Like, I'm a ghost. Like, no like, yeah, then I'd be like, oh, he's, like, an inconsistent piece of shit. And, like, I need a guy who's, like, texting me every day because like what if like that day happened to be a wow, bad wait, day texting every day not texting me every day but like checking in with me all the time oh, wow. or something interesting not texting every day but like come on is that too much to ask that someone would want to like fair well it, yes and it drives people crazy and when i was dating my now husband he said to me i remember it was like two months and he was like Brooke, you're like Wi-Fi. Like, when you're close to me, the connection's amazing. And then, like, the further away you go, it's like, where are you? I can't reach you. Yeah. But then that just incentivizes the person over time to realize that, like, if they want to be a part of your your life, they have to, like, go out of their way to make a concerted effort to see you. That you're not, basically, that you're not just there waiting for their text and ready to respond whenever they feel like it. But, like, okay, let's say I already am a person who is busy, and so mm-hmm. without, like, Oh, yeah, you don't have to fake it. To, you should be busy. Yeah, like, yeah. without meaning to, if I got a text on Wednesday, I probably would be busy on Saturday. Great. Like, great. But what? but then also there are the girls that break their plans with their mm, friends. Mm. You don't want to be that girl. That shouldn't even be, that's like an, that's unwritten. Like, if yeah. you break a plan with a girlfriend because for a guy, guy it's like, the worst. not only are you That's pathetic, true. but he's going <laughs> to break up with you very shortly exactly, after. Exactly, exactly. Like, like, I can almost start the timer. <laughs> exactly. It's, like, delusional. But do you have any friends that have done the rules and it hasn't worked out? Be honest. I mean, see, I don't know if my friends are really following it because I'll, like, yell at them and be like, mm. don't do this. So one of the rules is, like, when you're first dating someone, don't see them more than two to three times a week. Now, when people first are really That's falling for someone, yeah. it's very hard for them to resist spending a lot of time with them. But that's like almost the sweetest part. It's like a slow burn. Like you want to extend that. You that's want so to. Funny. I actually had a date last night, and he brought up. He was like, "How many times do you like to hang out? Like a week?" And I was like, <laughs> "I no joke said two to three times. Two to like three. Max. Okay, perfect. Max." Yeah. Because just give it, it's such a nice period when you're getting to know someone, but like, don't overdo it. Don't crash and burn and see that person every single day because you're so enamored with them. There's no mystery there. Yeah. It's so true. Sorry. What are some other rules? I'm so like fascinated about the rules. Oh my, okay. We should look them up because I feel like I don't okay. want to misquote the rules, but okay, it's like, we're doing it. it's like never text a man if he doesn't text you back or sorry, okay, never call, on. never be the first to call. Okay. The rules book. Basically, everything goes back to this principle that gives someone the pleasure of pursuing you. Mm-hmm. One of the really twisted analogies they use in the book is how men love hunting and will spend all day happily going through rugged terrain to like hunt a deer, and they'll be so happy when they like bring that home. But if a dead deer was dropped on their doorstep, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this? I don't want it." Right. Like you know, like I'll read, and this is you know. But do you think it's a certain kind of guy? I think it's the type of guy that you want. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you, like, you don't want someone who's just likes you because you've made it as easy as possible to be with you. Be a creature unlike any other. Yeah, like that Come sounds on. very cheesy. I mean, it's it doesn't it doesn't translate well to the to this modern age. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. But I think that the I think that listen, I have made so many mistakes while dating. So I'm not saying that I am, like, above any of these mistakes, but it's only because I've made these mistakes that I've realized that the rules has a lot of really good points. And I think that women, because we are communicators, kind of want to over-communicate and be like, hey, I feel like you never have time for me. You don't need to tell someone that. Because if they want to see you, they'll make time for you. Right. 
hey, why didn't you call me? Like, I, you know, I thought I was going to hear from you. Like, don't, that's not necessary. Just always have the person think that you're just busy doing something else and not thinking about them. Right. And you also don't think about them. <laughs> like, don't pretend right. to be that way. Just don't. Right. So true. So true. And does your hu- does your husband know that you <laughs> use the rules? We've, t- we've talked about it. Uh-huh. But you know what? It's also like I didn't have to transform my personality to become this person that follows the rules. Like I am naturally, I hate, I think texting is for information, like an address. I'm not like a, I'm not big into communicating via text. If I like someone, I want to see them in person. Mm. And I'm usually pretty busy. Like I don't have a lot of, I'm just, it, it worked for me because I think it was kind of how my personality was wired anyway. Wait at least four hours to reply to a text. What? Is, is that, that from it? Yeah. I didn't even know they had texting back in 95. I guess this is like the modern version. But you know what? Like, yeah, it all goes back to this thing that don't create the expectation that you were always available for this person. Don't get drunk on dates. What? I don't remember that. <laughs> Maybe this is the wrong one. <laughs> so why do you think that women, like, just hate a lot of women hate on that and do you think that do you have friends where they didn't follow any of the rules and they're happy of course i mean like 99 percent of happy people that are married like didn't follow some crazy guidebook and it wasn't even necessarily that i was like consulting my book every night after each date it was something that i read while i was single and i was like oh this makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. um but yeah of course of course you can find an amazing guy and see him every single day and always be the first person to text and just be nonstop all over him and he'll love it. But I think that there is a pleasure in pursuing someone and a lot of women don't allow men that pleasure. And also, I mean, one of the biggest issues with the rules is that it's like entirely heteronormative. Like it doesn't even take into consideration same-sex relationships. Like Mm -hmm. it's very dated. I think that the principle of don't play hard to get, be hard to get is ultimately why I think the rules make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with that. That's that's definitely on. Yeah. Well, if you if you try it, you have to like let me know. I how it goes. So I have a friend who, like, just met this guy, and she she's interested in following the rules. Okay. Um, but they've on their second date, and they knew each other before, so it's not like they met for the first time on their first date. Okay. But on their second date, they had sex. Yeah. Um, I, I what's the rule about sex? I think they have some antiquated rule about it, but you can recover from that. Like Okay. So then so what can I tell her to do um now like to recover from this? Right. So she should just know that like the precedent hasn't been set that every time they see each other they're going to sleep together and the next time they see each other just don't sleep with the person. And then it's like, uh-huh. oh, maybe like, you know, I was very alluring that one night and it convinced her to get into bed with me, but I have right. to like turn up the heat again if I want that experience again, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like you, it's it's not like once you sleep with someone, oh, it's over and they're never going to see you in a certain light again. I think that that's total bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Um, What... And obviously, if you don't feel comfortable, we'll cut it out. But um, do you have, like, an interesting virginity story? Or was it, like, just a pretty, same old pretty non. One? I'm, like, searching for a good one, and no one has had yeah. one yet. Sorry. Pretty non-remarkable. Mm, same. <laughs> I feel like everyone's is, like, non-remarkable. Yeah. It's always lame. What was the shortest relationship you've ever been in? That's a question I've never asked anyone. Um, ooh, shortest relationship? Like a Kim K. Oh, that, like, got that serious? Not necessarily. You know what? I was, I was like, a serial monogamist. I was one of these Mm. people that just had, like, like long-term boyfriend after long-term boyfriend, like, Mm back-to-back. So I never really had any short relationships. Interesting. Yeah. Do you believe in the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, would that apply to if a guy's not a good dancer, he's not going to be good in bed? Um, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't. I was thinking more like how you treat like the airport attendant is how you like yes. will treat your boyfriend yes. or something. Yes, I believe that. Do you believe that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, 
What do you do if you don't like your friend's boyfriend? Ooh, definitely do not tell them. Really? Absolutely not. It's very awkward because, you know, a year later they're telling you that they're engaged and they're always going to remember that you said that you didn't like them. Oh, my God. Because it's also, I don't believe that it's your job to pass judgment on who your friends date. Mm. It's your job to be a good friend and Mm. listen to them Mm -hmm. and give them advice. And if there's something that you don't like about their partner, Mm -hmm. then kind of like orient that criticism towards the person. So if someone is extremely smart and they're dating a guy who's like just kind of a fucking idiot, Mm -hmm. you can be like, you know, I'm so, Lindsay, I'm so surprised to see that you're dating him because I know that you're such a, like, intellectual. You love all of this right. cultural stuff. You right. know, like, how do, what, what's the common ground? I just, you know, explain right. it to me. You know, you kind of have to, like... That's a good way of doing it. Yeah, instead of being like, oh, I think your boyfriend's a total idiot. Mm-hmm. So true. What is something, if anything, that is too serious to be joked about? Like, in the context of dating? Yeah. Too serious to be joked about. Hmm. Well, hmm. If so, a truly funny person, there's nothing off limits. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a huge, like, stand-up comedy fan. Yeah. If you're not, like, a little bit offended, it's, like, not probably not that funny. But it's very, very hard to be funny with offensive material, so, like, you shouldn't even try it. Like, mm. as a black woman, race jokes, if you're a white guy, like, you've, it's a very fine line you've got to tread. Like, right. you can't... It's... You have to, like, really say something funny for it to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like, rape, I don't think is ever funny to joke mm-hmm. about. Um, I'm trying to think of an instance where, like, someone could make light of it in, like, a dating yeah, it's situation. Hard. It's hard. It's tough. Um, maybe, but, like, maybe, like, I want to rape these, like, Brussels sprouts. They look yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But I'm also, like, I'm not easily offended. Yeah. That's good. That's a great quality. Um, so... Tell us about your husband. Is oh is he, um, what's his background? So he's very foreign. Mm-hmm. He grew up in um, Turkey. Mm-hmm. And after Turkey, he lived in London for a bit. And then he moved to America to work in Atlanta for Coke and then moved to New York, which is when I met him. Mm-hmm. But I'd be curious to know from you, like, mm-hmm. I didn't date American men. Like, I don't like Americans. Like, yeah. even, you know, my boyfriends in high school like, weren't yeah. American. Yeah. Do you date other, like, I've, nationalities? I've dated, um, and I, I guess, what, what do you call him? Spanish. A Spanish Ooh. guy. Yeah. Passionate. Spanish. Yeah. Um, a man from Spain. Spain. Hails from Spain. <laughs> a man who hails from Spain. Um, and he was my, and I've dated, actually, a, a British guy. Ooh. Um, How was that? That was a long time ago, and it was good, but he was, like, crazy, and his girlfriend, he had some girlfriend, like, on and off in London. We were, mm. I was literally 16, mm. and she would, like, send me death threats. Oh, no, that's um, too much. He'd be like, well, I don't have a girlfriend. I'd be like, wait, this is, like, overwhelming. That's like, It's much. already a long distance. Um, so I haven't, I haven't really had a great experience with Europeans yeah. yet, but I have European guy friends who are very attractive, so I would yeah. definitely explore it. Yeah, because like they know how to cook. Usually, they like usually yeah. dress a little bit better. I also hate sports. Like, yeah. I don't watch football, basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate and all they of that do shit. too. Yeah, like Umu, my husband, he doesn't even know like what the NFL is. It's great. Yeah. Like, we both just don't watch sports That's great. at I all. Mean, I I kind of like the idea of him like watching sports like because then I can go do my own thing with my girlfriends and he's like That's away from me. Well, you know what? That's actually one of the qualities that like made me feel like I could really marry him because mm-hmm. I can very easily like when we were dating, we were living in a small studio apartment in Soho and I would just sometimes be like I just want to be alone in the apartment and yeah. he'd be like, "Okay, that's fine. I'll like go to a coffee shop and go to the gym. How many hours do you need?" Wow, wow. that's amazing. And I was like, "I love you for getting it." You know what I mean? That's so amazing. But, like, how did you know that he would get it before you said it? Because he's, like, an adult. And I was just explaining that I just need just space. And I didn't want to have to go somewhere. Like, I just want to watch shitty reality TV. I would be, like, too nervous to say that because then I would be, like, what if he thinks I, like, have to shit? And, like, (laughs) he's going to think, like, visualize it. You know, I just, I was, like, I just need some time alone. Yeah. Um. And he doesn't get weird about that, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. But so That's I'm just really curious. Nice. So in yeah. this this American dating pool that you're yeah. you're tapping into, are the guys from New York City like are they private school New York City no, guys? No, those guys. Yeah, like, no. no. I actually like I won't 
really date a guy from New York. Right. Does it remind you too much? Does it remind you too much of like how it was growing up? It's not even that. I just, I'm really looking for someone who has a different background because I imagine marriage is pretty long if it works. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't ever want to get bored talking to my husband and I want to learn things about him like all Mm. the time. And so it's more likely that I'll be attracted to someone from like Alabama than really? the Upper East Side, simply because like I don't know that much about yeah. You want to learn about their culture. And, like, I mean, dating someone from Alabama is like dating someone from Turkey. I mean, it might as well right, be a different exactly different and culture. Like I've dated people that are similar to me and have grown up on the Upper East Side, and I've dated just like I'm. I'm kind of sick of dating privileged. Yes, you want to date someone self-made. Yeah, and look, I don't want to date someone who's just had, like, a perfect privileged life. Like, I want to date someone who's actually had experience and been through things and, like, become, like, a tough person. Especially for you because you've created this platform and you've been such a, like, self-starter and Mm self-motivator to build something of your own that's been successful. So you probably don't want someone that just, you know, has a trust fund and just skates by doing the bare minimum. Exactly. Do you think that entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs? I think it can be it can be great in a lot of aspects because you both have each other to like bounce ideas off of, you mm-hmm. understand where the other person is, but then I also think it can be- can become competitive. Right? Like yeah. anytime you do something that's too close to your partner, it can become competitive in a way that may not always be healthy. Mm. It's true. I agree with that. I, I don't think anyone should ever work with their partner. Yeah. Like I mean, imagine if you had a boyfriend who like had a podcast. <laughs> it um. would it would get weird. <laughs> Or is that happening? Yeah, that would be insane. No, dating a guy with a podcast would be um, not for me. Yeah, or if a guy was doing like a food thing, like you would just like you guys would go to restaurants together, and he'd be like, "Stop! Like, don't steal my lighting. Move over. This is my shot. Like, like you would be like, I take the oak from the egg for the shot. Exactly. (laughs) You would just be like, I'm so unattracted to you right now. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. So can I ask you about, since I've I've listened to a few of your episodes and astrology comes up a lot, which is like my favorite, favorite thing. I also have read all of these crazy dating books about astrology too. Oh, tell me which ones. I have like two or three, but I don't know how good they are. The website that I'm actually obsessed with is called... Susan Miller. Susan Miller I love, obviously, Uh but Secret Language of Birthdays. Oh, yeah, that's the book that... Okay, yeah, and then Secret Language of Relationships. Yeah, yeah, we have both. Amazing. What does it say about you and your husband in relationships? Like, from the beginning, it was, like, the perfect match. But oh, also, really? I'm Leo. He's Aries. Those are both, what, right. fire signs? Yeah. Fire yeah. signs, yeah. Like, both exactly. very, like, very compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, like, how, do you find yourself holding back, like, when you, as soon as you meet someone, you're just like, fuck, I want to know their birthday so I can, like, scream I them do, for yeah. I mean, I do all the time. As you were saying before when we discussed it, like, I'm a Libra, so technically you I get be along with, with every sign. Yeah. But, and Libras can be with Libras, right? Like that's yes, the weird. That's like yeah. the only. It's the only one that kind of works. Yeah. Like everyone else thinks that their sign can be with their sign. No. But it doesn't work. No. No one's um, ever with their sign. I, I've seen two Leos and two Gemini's recently. Two Gemini's. That's like four people in a relationship. Literally. <laughs> that's the funniest thing that's I've ever heard. Too much. You should honestly be. You should become an astrologist just for that line. <laughs> but I mean, that's crazy. Two yeah. Gemini's. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Are they happy? It's insane. Um. Not they're <laughs> not like official yet so okay. tbd okay um <laughs> yes. but so but i don't know if that's true for me because i have all earth i'm an, a virgo rising and a okay. capricorn moon okay so i don't actually get along with every sign okay like so you probably like taurus men because they're like grounded and down to earth now so funny because Cancers. um i had i do have a taurus man in my life but oh. i find they're a bit effeminate Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I like, like, rugged, manly men. Okay. And I can't do Pisces because they're too emotional. Yeah, Pisces is emo as fuck. But they don't, like, yeah. admit that they're emo, so yeah, you, like, same find with out. Cancer. Cancer's very Honestly, sensitive. Honestly, every water sign... I like Scorpios, actually, but Ooh, most Scorpios water signs are, are just too much, um, emo- like, sad, yeah. like, crying. What about me. Leo men? I I love a Leo man, I gotta really? say. Yeah, I, I've always, like, gotten along with every kind of Leo. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like Leo men are, like, confident and relaxed and, like, laid back. They totally are. The only problem with Leo men, um, just from experience, is that they actually act like they are, like, the king of the jungle. And they need, like, a Constant million... attention. Yeah, like, women at their side. Yeah, that's why Leos can't be together, because it's like, no, right. I'm the focus. Right, yeah. totally. 
but so I how mean, do you how do you find out like in the early stages their sign like so are you just like casually I, on second date like someone's your birthday oh no like before the date i look them up on like a normal person at first it starts off normal like their their facebook their instagram so okay i so i never got a chance to date with social this media. technology uh-huh. yeah it was like around, but like I was living in London, and mm. I mean Instagram was around, but like all of these apps were not. So, how far into your relationship did you find out his sign? I asked very early on because I was very curious. Yeah. Um, I asked him what his sign was, and he was like, "I don't know." And I was like, yeah. "When's your fucking birthday?" Right. But what? Okay, so you, you meet a guy, you mm-hmm. put in his Instagram handle. Yeah. What is like a? I no, this isn't gonna work. Like, what so are the? Funny, de- I, what are I the? I literally ins- just was talking about this, and I'll tell you right now. I had a weird deal breaker recently. It was a guy I was talking to, like, this is actually not recent, it's two years ago, but we were talking, like, two years ago, and then I went to look him up on Instagram, and he was, he had, like, 50 followers and was following 2,000 people. Ooh. And I was like, holy shit. And he was, like, active, too. It wasn't, like, a mistake. (laughs) So he was, like, a lurker. But some people just use Instagram not to self Like, okay, let me ask you a question. Would you have preferred if he had... 2,000 selfies of himself? No. And he did have selfies, by oh. the way. Because I feel like if a guy, if you go to his page, he has a lot of selfies. is annoying. That's like, cool. even a guy, like, posing alone is is too much for me. Because it's like, who's taking that picture? Yeah, of course. I and it's like, at- what he said, like, bro, bro, like, yeah. like, this is it. This is the Instagram. Like, like that's just, I know. just imagining them having that conversation is not okay. Yeah, it's not very attractive, is it, to, like, have guys just, like, posing. Yeah, but, but then it's it's sad. It's, like, a lose-lose for them because then if they take a mirror shot, I'm like, ew, they took a mirror shot. I know, I know. Well, you have, like, a bajillion followers. How many followers do you have? On my personal, I, I only have, like, 5,000. But you're, like, business one. Oh, um, like, almost 80,000. Okay, that's amazing. Would How would you feel if there was a guy who had, like, 500,000 followers. Would you be weirded out by it? I yeah, I would think that's weird unless it was like for his business or But if brand. he was a style like a Yeah, for, men I, I'm style. not interested in like a man a man influencer. Uh, what's it called? Okay. Yeah, like like how Hannah and um, Brendan are. Yeah, like no disrespect to them, but like that's actually the perfect example. Like I just like Literally, you don't want for your lack man of a better shine. word, like I dry up down there if like my man is like posing and being like, "Let there be light." Like this is me. Like got it, got like, it. On See, the boat, twenty fifteen. Like got look it. at me. Like got also, it. like even if I'm like dating a guy and he insta stories a selfie, I'm like, why? Like really? I'm dating you. You're harsh. I, well, I'm just like, why? Like the, I'm dating you. Why do you need can, attention? Uh, express themselves. No, like, they can. You're like, I mean, I'm here. Who is this for? No, like, obviously, I would, like, move on. And, like, I've dealt with that. Like, my ex literally was, like, never not posting selfies of himself. And I was able to look past it. But it's just, like, not ideal, you know? Do you judge their Twitter account? Like, are they funny on Twitter? Or is it more just Instagram that you judge? Guys, like, don't tweet anymore. Really? Yeah. It's like a lost art. Like, I always do look up to see if they have a Twitter, and they never do. Oh, really? So they're yeah. just usually on Instagram. Except, like, honestly, I don't mind that because I've dealt with a, tw- a tweeter in the past, and it's it's annoying. Well, do you guys ask you, like, hey, so if we date, like, are you going to talk about me on your podcast? All the time, and it's so annoying. There and you're was one like, guy no, who you're literally didn't go out with me because he was like, I don't believe you. You're going to talk about me on your podcast. Oh but God. then, like, that's not actually why. And then he came back around, and I was like, no, you're immature for saying that. Yeah, that's crazy. But also, like, it's an inflated sense of self-importance. Like, I know. You're not that interesting. Oh, my God. Literally, yeah. I'm not kidding, and I'm sure this happens to you, too. I'll be at, like, dinner or lunch, and some girl will be like, oh, my God, I have to tell you the story of, like, my friend Susan. Like, she just got dumped, but, like, don't put this on your podcast, yeah, and please. You're like, and I'm like, worry, wait, I your really... friend Susan, who's like a basic bitch who lives in Murray Hill, <laughs> is not getting on my podcast. Don't worry, babe. Like, <laughs> I know people really think that their lives are much interesting than they are. Beyond. Um, okay, I have another question about app dating. Yeah. What, at what point do you have the conversation of like, so let's say I meet someone on Tinder or Bumble. Yeah. How many dates in do you say, like, so is your, pro- like, do you close your profile? Do you make, like... Oh, you don't ever close your profile until oh, you're dating a boyfriend open. and girlfriend. So what, but so do you say, like, so we're boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, what what comes first? The discussion of, like, we're committed and exclusive? Or are you closing down the app? No, the discussion. It, if they're, if the rules 
had a modern version today. Yeah. Um, which honestly, I think you should, we should write it. I think we should yeah. write that. Yeah, there are two I authors. Need, yeah. yeah, I need the traditional like notes too. <laughs> I can be the um, old me, <laughs> the voice of the old me. Um, if you're on, if you meet someone on a dating app, you rule. Is, the rule is you don't do not ever delete that dating app. Um, mm. until you are boyfriend and girlfriend with that person, right? Um, or they ask you to do it because they've done it. it. Yeah, exactly. Smart. Otherwise, you look desperate. Beyond desperate. Yeah. Like I've been in relationships where someone has texted my boyfriend and they've been like I just saw your girlfriend on a dating app and I'm like no, don't worry. Like it's like yeah. but like then I like probably delete it because it's like what's the point of deleting it until you you even know for sure. Like my mom Exactly. actually says like until you have a ring on your finger. All but yeah, of course. I feel like all moms say that. Yeah, well, it's so funny. My grandmother told me she was like, "Marry someone who loves you more than you love them." Um, and yeah. I was like, "I talk Grandma. about that all the time on this, and it's a hundred percent true." Yeah, I mean, I guess it's true. But it is true. There's something about that that just feels so like mean. Yeah. It does feel mean, and like whenever I say it, I feel like guys like think it's so disturbing to hear because they don't get it, and like yeah. it's like a, it's again, it's a trick. It's like a. They think that it's an equal relationship, but like they, we know that they need us more, type thing. Of course, of course. And there are some guys that you like more than they like you, but it never works out with those guys. Yeah, never. And the ever, guys ever. that women like, I have a younger brother. I'm not going to put him on blast, but like the. Ooh, is he single though? He's single. He's 25, so a little too. No, he's 24. He's young. Oh, so he's not ready for something serious yet. No, but the girls that I see him head over heels for are always the ones that don't return his calls and don't return his texts. Uh, like I see it. It's always like, those are the those are the people that make you go crazy. Even as a woman, the the ones that make you go crazy are the ones that are like not receptive. Of course. So if you had just met a guy, let's say you'd met your your husband today, mm-hmm. but you were single, mm-hmm. and like it was today's times, um, what would you, like, what would your next move be? You just met, you just had a great date. Like, what's your next move right now? Wait. Like, yeah. there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Also, because our relationship was long distance, I think it escalated a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Because in order to see each other, like, flights had to be booked. You right. know, like, it wasn't... So it was very, like, just over the top and, like, these grand Is gestures. there anything about, um, in the rule book, about um, traveling with a, a boy or a Yes, actually there is. And it's actually very funny. It's kind of assuming that this guy has a lot of money. But they basically say if a man in the early stages of a relationship wants to travel for you, he needs to book you a separate hotel room. What? what? Yeah. That is that's robbery. Crazy. That's robbery and bribery. Like, that's crazy. Can you imagine if... if can you imagine if your husband, your husband now, like, had invited you to, like, Bali, and you were like, thank you. Well, here's the like, thing. can you get me my own villa in the water? Thank here's you. Yeah. Most people who are traveling together have already slept with the person. Exactly. That's what I'm just this yeah. is assuming, like, a little bit of, like... You live in, like, the 1940s. Oh, yes. no. So that's, no, that's what I should have done with Aussie when I went to Denver with him. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hot in a way because it's like you get ready separately. Because <laughs> okay, I was a whore and I was like, take me. Here's the thing. You have, like, once you're with someone, like, I always tell my husband, I'm like, can you just, like, when I'm getting ready for us to go on a date, can you just be somewhere else? Because, like, I hate that he sees the whole process. Like, yeah. you know those early moments when, like, your hair is done, you're in a yeah. sit, and they're just like, wow, you look amazing. Like, right. that's, that's all gone what you need. Yeah. when you start to, like, Does he get ready in the same Does he when you get ready? Unfortunately, no. We're usually like very on top of each other. Like, but th- then and, and does he still do the like? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. He's like a he's a romantic, so he'll he'll go out of his way to be like, you look stunning tonight, and I'm like, thanks, but like you saw the curlers and the hair and the face mask right. and the. It mm-hmm. doesn't have the same like impact. Do you ever make him do face mask with you? Sometimes, but he doesn't like it. I like mm. wish he was more into it. Yeah. But also, but like, do you really wish that at the end of the day? True. Yeah, maybe not. No, but I kind of do because imagine I imagine you come home. I make he's a like, lot of my own skincare. He's like products. wearing ten face masks. Yeah, he's. I made a really nice um, brown sugar body scrub that's in our shower right now, and he uses it now. Wait, and he's like, how do I buy your products? And how does everyone listening? I well, I talk about it a lot on my podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can go and find the Naked Beauty podcast, but I make my own products, and I'm like a huge believer in it. So that's amazing. Like a brown sugar scrub, which like companies charge you like $35 for which is like such bullshit you can literally just take brown sugar and olive oil and coconut oil and mm-hmm. put it in a jar and just use it in your shower after oh good to know I have that yeah you should make one it's I like the easiest will. thing to make I definitely will 
And just as someone with perfect skin who knows yeah. a lot about beauty, what's some advice? Because we we did a poll recently. What's more important, skin or hair? Um, and every single person said skin. And skin is I, I feel bad um, for people out there who were not blessed with like you know great skin. Like, what can we tell them to do? So I think that you have to do a lot of your own research, mm-hmm. and I would even suggest keeping a journal and writing down how your skin reacts during different, t- like it could be hormonal. So like around your period, how is your skin acting? Um, mm-hmm. And like if you, if you eat certain foods, are you noticing that you're having breakouts? If you use a cleanser and your skin's really dry afterwards, like note that down and then just start to pay more attention to your skin and kind of learn what it needs. What are some like moisturizers or products that you're using right now? So I've, I've actually made my own serum that I'm obsessed with right now. It's marula oil. Do you mm-hmm. know marula oil? No. So I actually just did like this whole long rant on my podcast about it. But like there's this company called Drunk Elephant. Do you know this company? And they no. sell, basically there are all of these companies, like Josie Moran is another one that just sell like organic cold pressed oils, but they're like branded. So they're like the mar- the marula oil from Drunk Elephant is like $75 and you can right. literally buy it on Amazon for like $20. It's just cold pressed That's amazing. oil. So yeah, I use marula oil on my skin out. now. And um, the eye cream I use is from TNS. I got it recommended okay. from my dermatologist. Yeah. Nice. I will check them out. I'm going to I want to give a shout out to the We Met at Acme sponsors, BioClarity. Um, because they actually have a moisturizer. That's really good for really? dry skin also. Um, and if anyone listening wants to try it, I have a code and it's just ACME, A-C-M-E. Um, so go to bioclarity.com and order some shit and type in ACME as your promo code and you will get, um, I think, I think 25% off, but definitely something, um, off. And I'm going to have to say that a little bit better. (laughs) But can I, can I add to this bioclarity app? I think that also people that listen to your show should know that this is the easy podcasts are free and it takes a lot of work and this is like the easiest thing that they can do to support you and to support your show. People need a new moisturizer anyway. It's dry skin season. So like as a way to support your show, they should just go and use the code. There you go. Honestly, I need to keep you here for every single show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's you know what? Also just like women in podcasting. It's true. Like if you want to keep hearing us be real and yes. talking real fucking shit, yeah. um, then buy this fucking moisturizer. Exactly. Like I do you want me to come over there and put a gun into your head? Like buy yeah, the moisturizer. Buy it. Instagram story. Um, it, go to bioclarity.com. Your first month is only $9.99 plus free shipping. Oh, that's nothing. All because of you entering the code ACME. When you enter this code, you are putting happy smiles on the women across America and the men. And yes. the men who and the creepy older men who listen to this <laughs> podcast for like the sex oh, anecdotes. Um, I know they they exist because I got the analytics and there's like a couple shady people over 60. So shout out really? to my shady. Shout out to you guys. To my guys. Um, and they have daughters and granddaughters. They may like this moisturizer. Yeah, exactly. So one last time, it's bioclarity.com, B-I-O-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.com. And my code is ACME. Um, please check it out. And... Um, keep us in the biz um so enough about skincare do you have any last words for our listeners who you know they want to have an amazing marriage and a fun exciting relationship yeah i think just you know know what you want and don't settle for anything less i Mm -hmm. think a lot of people unfortunately settle and um life is too short and marriage is just i don't think i realized until i got married like you were like all up in the other person's grill all day every day like you have to be obsessed with the person and Mm. really like you can't have second thoughts you can't be like oh this person really annoys me like find someone that you are just crazy about and Mm. don't settle until you find that person i would say and may yeah. I also just go on a small tangent just Please. about like women in podcasting because I yeah. think that what you're doing is so awesome. I know this is what Thank your fifteenth you. episode. You're recording it at home, and I don't know if it's true for your podcast, mm-hmm. but it's certainly true for mine. And I would imagine it's true for yours. A lot of people listening are actually 
people, women that actually want to start podcasts. Yeah, and they have, and they've reached out to me. And, and been me. like, oh, you know, I saw that you did it, and I can do it too. And I think yeah. that th- that's amazing. Like, the fact that you've even inspired one person to, like, get a mic at home and, like, right. tell their truth and, like, talk to people is, like, such a, like, testament to just, like, how great this platform is and the types of conversations totally. that you're having. And I'm just, like, psyched that, like, more women are in podcasting. Because I'm, like, sick of it being, like, this boys club. I agree. Women supporting women in podcasts. Yes. And honestly, w- women podcasts are more interesting oh. anyway. So For sure. But you like, know what? We both have deep voices. It's true. Right? Well, actually, that's not true. Yours is very soothing and light, in my opinion. Thank you. But I, I would say I have a deep voice. Yeah. And I would say you have a deep voice. Yes, thank you. It's and very true and monotone. I am very guilty of sometimes <laughs> when I hear women's voices, I'm yeah. like, ah! Like, no, no, me like, too. I'm very like maybe guilty that's of it. why we do this because yeah. our voices are so low and like not scary and and screechy. Yeah. But even if you do have a high voice and you're a woman and you want to start a podcast, yeah. you should still do it. Still do it, but maybe change the tone of your voice <laughs> in your editing feature and make it a little lower as to not throw people off. It's like when uh, women used to have pen names when they would write exactly, books. Exactly, exactly. We just should just make that filter. Make we your make voice audio lower. filter. Yeah. That's a business. But like, I literally always thought having a low voice was a bad thing until I started podcasting and everyone's yeah. like, your voice is so good for podcasts. And I'm like, is it because I'm a dude? Like, Yeah, no, it kind of is. We're like, to hearing men's voices literally it's so funny in the morning like my voice is so low like if yeah. i call like for a bagel the big like, like yeah like I, I, yes yeah, sir yeah sir. like w- whatever you say sir um and actually i got my first hate message about my voice recently have oh, you ever really? gotten those you made it, baby. what vocal fry what yes vocal fry yeah. like fuck you sorry that i'm not like christina aguilera <laughs> like you know what? Women's voices are policed. Men's voices are never policed. Never. I do think that they're... Unless they're really high, actually. Yeah. And they sound like a woman. Yeah. 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 Fuck that person. Yeah. Fuck you, hater <laughs> who called me vocal fry. And also, like, they listen every episode, you know? Right. When like, they're thank a hater. you for being a supportive hater. Yeah. Also, they probably could have said worse, so... Thank you for, like, filtering your hate a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Fuck <laughs> you, anyway. Um... Amazing. Thank you so much, Brooke, for being here. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I'm certain that everyone listening has learned a lot today. And if you want to follow Brooke, um, her Instagram is Brooke DeVard. Yes, Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E-D-E-V-A-R-D. And my podcast is The Naked Beauty Podcast. Check it out. Women Supporting Women Podcast. I will do this. I'm going to do a recommendation section on my website for other podcasts that are only women. Yes. Because you inspired me and you will be the first. Awesome. Um, So check that out and check out my website in general. Write us a review in the podcast app. And write Naked Beauty review, YOLO. Yes, please. Throw out those happy reviews. And um, follow us on Instagram, at We Met at Acme. Check out our polls, participate in them, and have a beautiful night. Yay.